Coming up on this episode of Nintendo Cartridge Society, Just Dance 2017, a new 3DS XL bundle, Hyrule Warriors DLC, just kidding! It's the only two topics in Nintendo that matter this week, the Pokemon Sun and Moon demo and Nintendo Switch. It's dangerous to go alone, so the Nintendo Cartridge Society goes with you. Welcome to Nintendo Cartridge Society. My name is Patrick Ellers, alongside my co-host, Mark Mitchell. Mark, how are you? I'm doing great. That's wonderful to hear. Um, I'm sorry to pull like a, a bait and switch with like the boring Nintendo news, and then like, no, we have to really just talk about the only things that matter. Oh man, finally. Finally. Yeah. Guys, let's, <clears throat> let's perform a universal find and replace, right? Let's take Nintendo NX. Mm-hmm replace it mm-hmm. with switch mm-hmm. we've done this now yes um and also uh, mark uh, let, let me ask you this just right off the bat yeah. how do you feel about uh this opening the opportunity for everyone to make whatever switch puns they can like switchcraft or uh life says switch and then you die or oh uh what, what else what else can we do here there's got to be one with twitch right uh-huh uh switch streaming mm-hmm I mean, they're not all—they're not all slam dunks, but like, <laughs> I'm saying this opens up the doors. Yeah, you know, I—I'm not big on puns, <laughs> but I'm—you know—I'm well, I'm sorry like, I asked then. <laughs> I, I, but I—I will—I'm willing to hear them. <laughs> That's very generous of you, Mark. Hey, uh, I actually should have asked before we got started, but can I take my shoes off? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, of great. course you can take your shoes off. Um, great. We uh we do record in my home at my kitchen table, uh-huh. so I, I I suppose that is like the gentlemanly thing to do is to ask if you can remove your shoes. Yeah. What is that sound? Oh, uh, <laughs> my shoes are Velcro. Awesome. Yeah. Mark, those um, shoes are amazing. Thank you. Uh, yeah. No, I am doing great. How are you, Patrick? Uh, I'm uh, I'm also doing uh I'm doing very well. Um, I was super excited. We had some rain here in LA last yeah. night. Mm-hmm. Um, thunder and lightning and everything. Yeah. Uh, last week when we talked about the weather, because we did, right? Um, we were both like, oh, you know, I can't believe we're talking about the weather. Now I feel like we just like this is the second week in a row that we've done it. And it's so a segment now. Is I what- kind of feel like we just need everybody like at the start of every episode. We'll just. Give people an update on LA's weather. Yeah. It'll almost be like a historical record. So if in the future, right, audio archaeologists uncover this and they're like, I wonder what it was like in LA two years before global warming just sent everything annihilated. Right. That's a a grim forecast for us. then, (laughs) Then we'll be like, then they'll like find these and they'll be like, wow, one week it was super hot and the next week it was raining. No wonder everything just collapsed. Right. No wonder society collapsed. And then they're like, quick, keep listening to the first four minutes of this podcast. <laughs> yeah. And, and no more. Uh, you could well, do worse. Okay, so future uh, audio archaeologists, turn off the podcast now because <laughs> uh, we are going to talk about what have we been playing. Mark. What have you been playing? Uh, I downloaded the Pokemon Sun and Moon demo. So did I. Came out last Tuesday. We're finally having a chance to talk about it now. Yeah. Uh, 
what are what are your initial thoughts? I really like the Alola region. Yeah. I I think it's uh just like really pretty. Mhm. Really fun. The game overall is very pretty. Yes. Right? Like the the models uh, when we talked, did we I think we did. <laughs> we talked about Yokai Watch. Uh-huh. Um and uh there there's something about like the quality of those uh 3D models that feels very clean mm-hmm. and uh I get a lot of that from sun and moon as well yeah well especially the uh uh like pokemon models like Mm -hmm. greninja looks awesome he looks great yeah um the one thing i wasn't sure about Mm -hmm. and we can get more into the specifics of like the mechanics of the demo itself but one thing is the open world part of it yeah felt very sparsely populated yeah like the town yeah yeah well and the like you can tell that the game right now is is a very like you can't leave the town to go to another area without like talking to a guy Mm -hmm. who like presumably puts you in his truck or something and there's like another person that you talk to that's like close your eyes and we'll go there Mm -hmm. like okay (laughs) the the corner cutting is pretty transparent here um but yeah like the, the town itself there's maybe like seven or eight people walking around well and it's all the there seem to be just a couple of character models that are yeah. repeated. Uh, did you, how many, okay, so did you, you completed the trial? I did complete the trial. And then did you come back to the demo later? Yes. So I think this is one of the coolest things about the demo is that a- as you are walking around this sparsely populated town, mm-hmm. um, people are telling you like, to either like one of the one of the guys like right by the i think he's right outside the the pokemon center is like come back tomorrow not the day after and not later today but tomorrow Mm -hmm. and then when you do that he's like hey great here are some things yeah um and there are people all over the town that are like oh i'm meeting my boyfriend in five days or the cop that's like something's gonna go down here in 17 days yeah um and so all of these are presumably um things that when you you have to check in on on the right day and then you're rewarded with stuff that you can then transfer into the main game. Which I think is a really cool mechanic because the... So I played through the initial demo where you do, like, the trial. Right, where you get the Pikachu to come with you. Yeah, and, and yeah. you're, like, taking the photos, and yeah. then the Pokemon attack you. And uh, that was, like, fun, and it's a good introduction to just the basic, like, battle mechanics of Pokemon. Yeah. But it's very short. Yes. And then it's, and it's very directed, like, when you start the demo for the first time, you like are in the post office is that what it is or like this town hall yeah you have to like go and register your new address at the post office. yeah it's the most like administrative (laughs) boring thing that nintendo could ask you to do so you do that and then you have to go then you just go do the trial that's basically yeah like what you do Mm -hmm. and so you could turn off the demo and never pick it up again and not know that like there's a lot more to it right and and reasons to go back the the thing is i don't know that there are reasons to like stay in it when you're back Mm -hmm. um like i I went i went back the next day to do that uh um the the guy that was like come back tomorrow not the day after yeah um and then i was like well i guess i'll run around in the tall grass for a little bit and like fight some pokemon but at, at that point um just the randos that you meet like in the tall grass in the town take one hit from your ash greninja right and then they're they're gone well that was the thing because did you go back to where the trial is and ride the like mm-hmm. tourist thing yeah. around and like do the pokemon yeah the, uh, the the catch and release program yeah 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 but that was the thing is like you're uh for the catch and release thing you're supposed to capture the it gives you a chance to 
practice the capture mechanic. Yeah. But you have to not eliminate right that Pokemon's like it. HP. Yeah. You and but like one hit from Gren, like Greninja. And that, and like most of them are like decimated. Yeah, so. I I had to do like like okay, which one is like the least effective against it? Yeah. Okay, it only take off seventy percent of its health. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I I managed to catch everything, but um, a, a Pikachu will appear if you're in there for long enough. He showed up and I fainted him on you, accident. You, I like you killed him. I, on, I, they faint. I didn't kill faint faint. He oh, fainted. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I did. I was so disappointed, but then it's fine because I don't get to keep him anyways. But yeah, I thought that was kind of a bummer like when, when you're leaving the guy's like okay give them back yeah i mean it makes sense although how many how really how far ahead are you if you have like a picket pen or whatever it's called i mean i i want to i uh, the is it rock rough or rough mm-hmm. rock yeah rock rough i think rock rough it's so cute it's pretty cute every time i had to fight one of those which is a lot which is a lot because there's only like four or five pokemon yeah. in this demo um it made me sad to like make it faint yeah that made me sad what did you think of the battle system uh i mean the battle system is basically like it always is right um the thing i and i don't know how new this is but the thing i liked about it was i thought it was cool how it just says how effective each attack is yeah so you know which ones are like super effective against this pokemon yeah and which ones aren't well i i think that's especially helpful for uh I'm going to just lump you in with me now. Guys like us that haven't played most of the recent Pokemon yeah, games. Yeah, totally. So that we're not super familiar with um, like the various types that are strong against. Like, you know, when I played uh, Red and Blue way back, mm-hmm. um, I had all of those committed to memory. Right. But I also had like a, a strategy guide that I c- carried around with me and like took into the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, just not having to commit that to memory now and... Uh, saying, oh, okay, great. I know that you know the the water shuriken on this is gonna be uh, extra effective. Yeah, that that's helpful. I like that. I appreciate it. I thought the writing was like fun. Yeah, I thought the music was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think the presentations really like. Uh, like I said, like I really like the Alola region. Yeah, I it's think nice. it's fun to see all the like, even just from the promotional materials, the uh, like. A lot of variants on even old Pokemon, yep. mm-hmm. you know. Um, well, and also that like you meet this Pokemon professor, and he's like wearing like an open. Lab oh, he's coat. a hunk. Yeah, he's 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 a super hunk. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, like it's it's it very much captures that uh, like stupid beach vibe about <laughs> Hawaii that I like so much. Yeah, I, um, I I can already tell j- that I will not have the compulsion to catch them all. I mean, them all is over 800 Pokemon, right? Right. So one one of the things, we don't have to go uh, into this at length, but uh, someone got a hold of, uh, mm-hmm. of of the demo and data mined it and got names and uh, graphics for all, the, or presumably all the Pokemon, over 800. Um, so, you know, there are people out there spoiling the Pokedex. Uh, we're not going to do that. No. We're just going to tell you that if you want to find it, you probably you can. You absolutely can. And whatever you do, just don't email us about it. No. And you can always email us, of course, at Nintendo Cartridge Society at, at gmail.com. gmail.com. While you're out there searching, this is just like a side thing. While you're out there searching, yeah. Um, if you're on the internet and you want to send me personally spoilers for this split movie that M. Night Shyamalan has coming out, I'm never going to see this movie, but apparently the, like, the made twist at the end is out there. Uh-huh. So if you want to send that to me, because I'm dying to know what the twist is, but I will never see this movie. 
I mean, you could just wait until the movie comes out, and surely it's people like will be spoiling January it. January. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. I want to know <laughs> now. Sorry. All right, so you can send those also to Nintendo Cartridge Society at, at gmail.com. gmail.com. Um, and I'll just make Mark read them, but not on the. On not, the not on. Not the, on no, 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 not, not on. on this, you're just doing me a personal favor. <laughs> That's right. Um, and we'll just hoard those and keep those. Uh, but, but overall, yeah, again, like very excited. I, I'm really excited for this game. It has been a while since I've played a Pokemon mm-hmm. game, and I, this feels like a great one to come back to. I will agree with that. Um, M- Mark, uh, which which version are you going to pick up? I think I'm going Moon. Okay, if you go Moon, I go Sun. Okay, you know what they say: when they go Moon, we, we go, go Sun. sun. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, starter, you've decided you're going to start um, the Rowlet. Uh huh. Okay, which should I start then? Because I won't start Rowlet if you're starting Rowlet. Okay. Um, so, uh, listeners, uh, tweet at us yeah. or uh, write in uh, or write on the Facebook group what you think I should start. Uh, so it's either going to be the Litten or the Pop Leo. I'm happy to start either. Now, I will say, uh, have you looked at like the evolutions for them? Yeah. The I mean, not not the third, not the third. Oh, okay. Uh, evolved okay. form. All right. I don't want. I don't look. You may want to be spoiled on everything, <laughs> but I'll just. I'll, I'll be surprised. You'll take your chances. I will take my chances. Okay. Is cool. there something like really egregious I should be avoiding? <laughs> I don't know. I guess you'll oh, never find no. out. No, no. Mark turned on me. Yep. Uh, okay. So I think that's uh, that's uh, about our experience with the Sun and Moon demo. Um, but fun little note, just about Pokemon in general. If you're still playing Pokemon Go or if you're not still playing Pokemon Go, um, they are running a special Halloween program starting the uh, October, <clears throat> excuse me, October the 26th, which is Wednesday. Which so is the Wednesday. day after this is released. Great. Um, from then until the end of the month, uh, which is, it's all, it's all Halloween themed. And I don't know actually if there's like a theme. I think it looks exactly the same, but you'll get more candy for doing all the things you get candy for. And uh, some of the more spooky Pokemon will be showing up. Um, with more regularity, uh, including the Drowsy, the Ghastly, the Gengar, Golbat, Haunter, Hypno, and Zubat. Now, like this, I, I, I might, uh, I haven't played Pokemon Go super recently, but this might be enough to get me to like check it out. Yeah, uh, I'd like a Drowsy. Although, yeah, a Drowsy. Although I will say, the idea of more Zubats yeah, is not I mean, appealing come, come to on. me in the slightest. Come on, that's that's that is the opposite of a carrot. That's the stick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're being punished for playing on Halloween. But don't forget, when they go moon, we, we go, go sun. sun. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> now you're also playing. I'm assuming you've played some more uh, Paper Mario Color Splash. Yeah, I am. Uh, I have decided that I'm not going to uh, play like marathon sessions of it. Oh. I'm going to play uh, a, a like discrete world or two at a time. And the game is very uh, structured in that way that mm-hmm. you can you can play a what is basically a level. Um, you know, maybe somewhere between 25 and 45 minutes. Um, have a super fun time, be charmed, uh, and uh, just in- enjoy it, and then walk away. Um, so that that's kind of been my approach to it. Um, I turned it on maybe th- uh, three times in the last week and played for about an hour each time. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm still I'm still enjoying it. I as I participate in it more, I see the extreme limitations, maybe even failings of the battle system. Mm-hmm. 
um, because it's very, you need, there are a lot of boss battles where you simply need a specific card. No, will you just explain like the sure. basics of the... Sure, so the, 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 it's, it's a turn-based battle, uh, battle system, um, and you can only use an attack when you have a card for it. So you collect cards while you're playing the game. You can buy them. Enemies drop them sometimes. Sometimes you get them from um, filling in paint uh, in... Uh, like, you just discover them as, as you go. And so if you're out of jump cards, you can't jump on something. Um, so you always have to make sure that you're uh, well-stocked up um, whenever you're going into a new area. Is there um, a limit to the amount of cards you can like have in your hand, for lack of a better term? Yeah, but it's it's a lot. Uh, okay. I've I've never I've never hit that um, hit hit that limit. Um, but I do I, I'm frequently low and I have too much money, so I'm probably playing the game wrong. <laughs> um, but so there are object cards, like they're called things, thing cards, um, that are real objects in the real world, and you play the card, and you know everything is papercraft in the game, and it summons this real object into that space. So there's like a fan, um, and the fan looks like a real fan rendered in like beautiful high definition graphics oh. in this papercraft world, um, and it blows the enemies away. And it's charming and it's cute and all of that. But like, um, I just fought Morton Koopa Jr. Um, and at one point in the fight, he pulls out a hammer and starts it on fire. And the only way to um, survive his next attack is to hit him with the fire extinguisher card. And you the fire extinguisher card, it's a thing, so you get one of it, and you have to use it then. So, like, hmm. all of... I, then there, there was a, another example of something like that early on, and I, I can't remember what it was. But, um, so there are basically, like, keys to defeat various enemies, um, various bosses. And so, like, it's... It, I don't know. It, it's, it's so like artificial in that way where like you can't <clears throat> you can't think your way around it you can't strategize your way around it it's just do you have the right card or don't you do you know this going in before I a boss not. battle I, I i did not i i could <clears throat> i could have like i realized that some of the characters were dropping hints that like you need the fire extinguisher before you go in there um but you know it wasn't until i went into the fight and Morton hit me with his flaming hammer for 48 damage. I had 50 hit points mm -hmm. um, and had already lost a couple um, that I was like, oh, I obviously need to go and like do something else um, and then found the fire extinguisher and then used it back on him. So like it, it still is a little bit of like a this trial and error to it still or like you can still do it that way. Um but it does seem like a bummer that the game's like, nope, that's the thing you need. There's no other way to do it. Yeah, that does seem really a little bit limiting and yeah. not very fun. Yeah, yeah, and that's and that that's basically it. But like the the exploration elements are super fun. The storytelling is way cute, um, and the writing's funny. I I, I laugh at the game every time I play it. Mm -hmm. Um, so uh, yeah, and it's it's also just so. It's a totally non-stressful experience. Like even when I'm losing, I'm like, nah, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> even when I get hit for 48 damage, I'm like, yeah, it's fine. Who cares? And did, does that set you back really far? Like, look no, the game is, uh, you know, like I said, everything is chopped up into discrete little levels. Um, and when even when you die, like I did at the end of this level, um, all of the progress I made throughout the level is already, already done. Some of the enemies have repopulated, but like you go about kind of repainting areas, restoring color to these worlds, 
and all of that is uh, persistent. And so that, that all stays. So you don't have to like go slow through everything. You can just like run up, up there. You know, it took, yeah. it took me like two minutes to get back up to him uh, my second time up there with the fire extinguisher. And then the fight itself was like five minutes because I was like, I just hit him a couple times until that uh, thing's on fire and then blast him with the extinguisher. And that was it. So last week we gave Severed the Patrick seal of approval. So yes. far... Or do you want to wait to render judgment until you've completed the game? Oh, geez. I feel like that could be months from now. Okay. Well, we'll do a preliminary, you know, like history. You can always... Sure. You can always judge things and then uh, reevaluate them later. Yeah. I mean, especially because like, hey, what else are you playing on your Wii U? Yeah. Uh, I would say, yeah, I, I, I am enjoying... Like uh, the presentation yeah. like the presentation, and it's worth it, is yeah. like enough for the small like quirks and sometimes downsides of yeah. the battle system. Yeah, and I've, I mean, it's, I don't recommend, uh, so Sarah, my girlfriend, um, plays some video games, Mm -hmm. but not a lot, Um, and I have recommended that she play this one. So, you know, that means something, right? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) So, great. Great. Uh, Mark, let's move into the news. All right, so there's just really one news story we need to talk about. Yeah, or even really want to talk about. That's right. Everything I said at the top of the show is a real news story. Mm -hmm. But Mark, who cares? Yeah. Let's talk about, let's see how long you and I can talk about three minutes of video. (laughs) (laughs) How many thousands of words have been written about those three minutes of video at this point? Uh, I I mean, countless, right? Yeah. It's it's so much. And so let's let's pile on. Yeah. the initial, Nintendo Switch. The Nintendo Switch uh, announced in a video on Thursday morning, mm-hmm. um, and that video was announced like twelve hours previous. Mm-hmm. Uh, crazy, right? To just like get this like, this news item flying around, being like, "Oh, by the way, the NX is being announced tomorrow." Same day as like Red Dead. Yeah. <laughs> two. Yep. yep, that's right. Uh, which is actually what that is is mm-hmm. Red Dead Two, um, which is cool. Um. And uh, so, Mark, just in initial impressions. Well, okay. So the 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 video is three minutes yes. of one very simple marketing message, and that is with the Nintendo Switch, you can take the games that you would play at home with you wherever you go. Right, and that means that um, these are the console quality games, mm-hmm. and these are couch co op games that can be played in your home or anywhere else yeah um it's a it's a like tablet looks like it's about like i think like seven inches it looks like it's big yeah yeah and on the side of it are two detachable controllers right joy cons joy cons joy con l and joy con r and when you uh lock them into place on the console on like the the everyone's missing out on great hand gestures as Mark and I try to describe <laughs> to each other right where these things go yeah but like when you lock them into place on the side of the tablet mm-hmm. or like basically like the actual like unit like the console because yes. everything is in the tablet portion let's should we break down what we perceive to be the various parts of this yeah thing? sure let's do okay it. so there is the tablet itself mm-hmm. which is also the console itself right, right. it is the thing that all does the, the processing. All the, yeah, yes. all the machinery, all the brains, everything. And like basically imagine a much 
sleeker, high-definition uh, Wii U gamepad. But take all the buttons off of it. Because we're going oh, yeah, yeah. to put those back itself. on in a second. Yes, yes, yes. So yeah, just, yeah. just a tablet. Just imagine saying. a 7-inch tablet. Okay, wait, let's start over. Imagine a tablet. Yeah. That's what it is. Yes. <laughs> um, and then there are two pieces that slide onto the side. Uh-huh. And each one is like half of a uh, like classic controller. I mean, they each have a joystick, mm-hmm. uh, two shoulder buttons. Yes. And uh, or maybe one shoulder button on the Joy-Con and another one on the tablet. But they have... They have at least one shoulder button. Yeah. I, I don't think it's clear what, what they have. And then um, they each have four buttons. Right. Now, on the Joy-Con L, on the left-hand side, right. is instead of a D-pad, they just have four buttons that are like the C, the C buttons on a N64 controller. Right. Or like the, uh, like the D-pad on a uh, PlayStation controller, which yeah, is also yeah. split like that. Yeah. yeah. And then on the right-hand side is just your traditional like, ABXY yeah. and another... Um, analog stick right and so the analog sticks are uh when when you slide both of these things onto the tablet and here i am again <laughs> gesturing even though it's impeding my ability to hold the microphone yeah, in front uh-huh. of my face <laughs> so dumb um so when when it slides on uh when they both slide on the uh analog sticks are offset so they're not like in the same relative position uh the left one is further up and the right one is further down on the controller um i mean really I would encourage you to just look at a picture because it, it's so like no, how, we're doing such. A I mean, good job. we are. We're really Mark, we're painting, doing a great. We're job. really painting Everyone a picture. Knows exactly what this. Yeah, looks we're like. really painting a picture. But like when you see it, and I think this is. We can talk. We'll definitely talk about this more. But I think this is the uh, value of that three minute video. Is when you see it, it's like, oh, okay, oh, I get yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so those that's that's three pieces. Mm-hmm. Three pieces we've done so far. Yeah, the, the tablet, tablet and both con- the two controllers, Joy-Con L and Joy-Con R. Uh huh. Um, and then the other pieces of equipment that we saw in this video, one is like a dock, mm-hmm. um, which looks, it's, uh, it's tall so that when you put the tablet into it, um, it completely obstructs the, the screen. Mm-hmm. So no second screen experience here anymore. Um, uh, and that thing, uh, reportedly, I guess we don't actually know this for, for certain, but all it does is charge the, charge the thing, charge the machine and uh hook it up to the tv Mm -hmm. so when you want to play any of your games on the tv you have to put this tablet in the dock but again the appeal of this is that it works seamlessly like if it works like it does in the video which i assume it's going to that's like the promise nintendo is making right is that you will just like slide it in and seconds later the game will show up on your tv you don't have to it's not even seconds later it's like instantaneous yeah and then right? like if you're playing it on your tv and you want to take it on the go you just pick up the tablet part and you know like immediately or within seconds yeah it's just transferred directly to the tablet you don't have to relaunch it you don't have to do any of that right stuff. so like you're stopping you're not even stopping mid-game you're just mid-game switching whether you're playing on basically the console or the handheld because yeah. it's all the same thing um other pieces to this thing there seems to be a kind of uh anchor that you put that you can put the Joy-Con L and R on like either side of to create sort of like a franken controller yeah it's basically like if because they're also going to sell the pro con- a pro controller right. which is basically just like looks to be just like the Wii U pro controller mm-hmm. and which is pretty much like the Wii pro controller uh oh no no sort of the the Wii pro controller wasn't that that Super Nintendo controller looking thing? Yeah, you're that, right. That thing's not great. The Wii yeah. U Pro controller is pretty good. Um, and it looks like it's basically just that. And uh, this 
center it's like um yeah this the, like the franken controller thing, yes. this franken controller like basically makes a approximation of the pro controller yes without having to buy a pro controller right i think it also what it does is it allows you to play with the same relative shape as if you had the joy cons on either side of the tablet mm. but if you're not using if you're using it on the tv because if you're playing it on the tv the you can't you're not going to be like up you know next to the dock using the controller right you know while it's like tethered to um, well, you but, but you don't have to because in the video they show the guy playing yeah. uh, Skyrim on the plane and he's holding the Joy-Cons uh, basically like you do a Wii mote and a nunchuck. Like right. he's just holding them in yes. each hand. So I think it's just like they're giving you a lot of different yeah, it's ways good. that you, mm-hmm. you can use these controllers, but it's like will be the same experience no matter how you use it. Right. So one other uh, little like twist on that is that each of the joy cons can be used independently as separate controllers tilted on their side a la uh wiimotes mm-hmm. um so that they are a uh, an analog stick and four buttons plus i guess a, a, a shoulder button. button yeah i mean again we don't totally know there could be like another shoulder button like hidden on like the bottom side or mm-hmm. there's there's only so much that that they show um in the video um but so if you've got the thing uh, separate, um, so not on the TV, you could do you could play a game with someone, uh, just both of you using the Joy Cons uh, as separate controllers and play some split screen Mario Kart together on the go, which is crazy. There's so many different ways to play this thing. Yeah, um, and I don't think we've seen everything that it has to offer in terms of control yet. I oh, what oh I agree. Like the well because we know that Just Dance is coming to yes. the Switch. Mm-hmm. And uh, we know that Splatoon is coming to the Switch. That's right. And so but I and so I think the individual Joy-Cons have gyroscopes in them, so they will basically mm-hmm. act mm-hmm. like Wiimotes. You know, like, so you'll be able to do motion controls, basic motion controls with them. I don't know if you'll have the pointer functionality. Right. The pointer functionality, I think, is less important for, totally. uh, for gaming now. But, yeah. I, you know, I think, like, for Just Dance, you'll mm-hmm. have that. And I would not be surprised if the actual tablet itself has gyroscope yeah so you could do the um you could kind of do the splitude thing with it yeah i mean the and we'll, we'll get to um how splatoon is demoed on this thing i think a little bit uh later on let's maybe just stick with like hardware stuff sure and then we'll we'll uh like <laughs> this, look there's gonna be just a ton of speculation yeah. peppered throughout this um but we are gonna try to figure <laughs> out what this thing uh, is well, and I and then I also think that the screen will probably be a touch screen. I, I suspect that as well. But I think, uh, running up to the reveal of the Switch, Nintendo was vocally saying we l- learned from the Wii U that we have to do a better job of messaging. Like we have to do a better job of marketing, basically. Yes. And so I think this three-minute video is like fairly repetitive. Like it just mm-hmm. shows you the same sort of thing it over and over and different with different people in different scenarios yes but there was no like one th- it was very clear what what makes the switch yes. special you know like they don't talk about gyroscope they don't talk about any of that stuff they don't talk about you know like um all they show is you can take like a skyrim yes. game you can take a nba uh, 2K17, which I'm assuming you know is the basketball game they show. Right. You can take that 
on the go, have the same experience you would at home, but you know, like you can take it with you anywhere, which is and share it anywhere. I, I think that yeah. I think that is. Uh, I mean, obviously, taking a single player experience and putting it on a handheld um, is one thing, but I think one of the things that's sort of being overlooked by a lot of people is that you can make a multiplayer only one person owns it experience that is mobile like there that's unprecedented and as we've talked about in the past like uh couch sharing like couch co-op for lack of a better term like co-op in person is something that nintendo has always emphasized and excelled at right and so this is just a great continuation of that right because portables is also something they've excelled at yeah it's never been the same thing i mean like obviously link cables and like you can make the things but like there's something about uh, playing a game on the same screen as someone um, that it it's feels so much more interactive well, and, with, and, with that person. And again, with the uh, NBA 2K17, yeah. they show four people playing, two people per yeah. Switch console, and the consoles are just like up next to each other, yeah. and they're playing. And I think like Splatoon basically shows like a similar thing. And if they can make that seamless, if they can make that very easy, yeah. like if they can make it where the uh, switches like talk to each other and there's not a lot of fuss about like getting yeah, it, it going mm-hmm. that's like again you know like amazing yeah i mean that that yeah uh, we we don't we don't see any of i mean it would be weird for like a hype video to be like and here's them you know messing with the uh, settings for, <laughs> for right. three minutes or uh, writing down uh 16 digit friend codes or whatever um but it, the the way that they show um the transfer from i'll just i was going to say switch i'll i'll say the way they show the switch from playing on your tv to playing on the go um suggests so much simplicity that mm-hmm. like it seems like they know that that has to be part of their message and part of what it does yeah and i think yeah i i'm sure the switch will have other stuff but i think there's a reason they have they didn't mention like you know they didn't mention the touchscreen mm-hmm. they didn't mention gyroscopes they didn't mention any of that stuff because yes those are things that the switch will like probably have right but that's not the message nintendo wanted that's not what makes the switch special and so mm-hmm. i think that's why this three minute video is just kind of like showing you like the portability factor over and over and over and it's worked because you know you saw the um mainstream press you know, yeah, pick up, pick up on, on the it, yeah. switch, and that's exactly the message that they sent. There was no, you know, when the Wii U was launched, it's like it's a tablet. It's kind of like your iPad, but it also. But is it a new stuff. system or is it just a new controller? Yeah, no and one it's really like, knows. Yeah, and it's like the the it's who's like, this it's, for exactly? And it's like it's it is like your iPad, but it's worse than your iPad. The yeah. resolution's bad, and it's so much resistive worse. Touch, you know, and whereas this, um, you just like the product itself, the switch itself looks more grown up than. A product we've seen from Nintendo. Yeah, and important to note, I think um, there are no children in this video. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are no families. Uh, there are no old people. Um, this is not the Wii audience. No, although yeah, and I think I mean, in order for this console to be successful, it will children will have to buy it. Yes, like that. That's just like the fact. But I, but I think they're smart to not market to children. Yes, because I don't think children like to be marketed to. I mean, children like cool things. Yes, and so you know, like if the Switch is cool, right? They're gonna want one, right? You if, know, you don't have to like if your older brother's in college and he's like, 
oh yeah, I'm playing the Switch. You're going to want to play it too. Yeah, like you don't have to pander to them. Yeah. And I actually think the Wii market, the Wii marketing was fairly successful. Yes. Uh, it, but it was Wii, going for something very specific. Yeah. And the, the Wii U marketing from day one was bad. Yeah. Well, they, they were trying to court the same audience, but like, I don't know, I feel like that audience was like a flash in the pan sort of thing. You know, they, they didn't buy a second game. They're not going to buy a second system. Well, and my hope, I've seen some like speculation and some people hoping that they're like, oh, I hope the Switch tablet portion is just like an android tablet and you can uh like put android apps on it and Mm. i don't care if that functionality is there my preference honestly is that it is not there just like we saw with the tv stuff with the Mm. wii u i really feel like uh operating systems in general and like are they're not nintendo's core focus and they're not very good at it yeah, so but, I've I've had uh, you know video uh, on every console that I've owned that has them. I've had video player apps on them, mm-hmm. uh, Netflix or Hulu or Amazon, uh, whatever. Um, and like the only time I ever used any of them was when uh, Netflix was like first to Wii, right? And then as soon as it was on something else, I was like, oh, it makes a million times more sense to watch this on PlayStation Three because it's in high definition. And then from then, it's just like the apps are always better on anything else. Yeah, there's like a YouTube app on the Nintendo 3DS. Yeah, and, and, a, and a Netflix app. But does like do and you, Hulu. Really? They're all there. Yeah. yeah. Like I would really wonder what the usage statistics on those are. And I'm not saying I, I guess Waylo. And I, I think the Switch should, with like a screen like that, and if you like, I think it's great if it has Netflix, if it has YouTube, right? Because that's sure. a use case that like makes sense to me. But I think it's a mistake for Nintendo to, like, they're a gaming company. They're a toy yes, company. And yes. I think they should be, for the Switch to be successful, they need to be laser focused on that and yep. not try to be, uh, like, I don't think the Switch tablet should try to be a replacement for your tab, you know, like your iPad. Yeah. Because I, that's not where Nintendo's strengths lie, and I well, think, and yeah. Nintendo's not going to be able to come in at six hundred, seven hundred, eight hundred dollars on this thing like an iPad, you know, um, like it. W- there's no indication of how much it is going to cost, but like it's got to be less than half that. Well, let's let's speculate. Oh, speculation! Yeah, because corner. because price is going to, it's going to determine how successful this thing is. Because yeah, people I think, are, I think to a degree. I think people are like. I mean, obviously, the two things that any console relies on is price and support. Sure. Right. Support is not really entirely under Nintendo's control. Right. Uh, price is more mm-hmm. in their control. I mean, they're the ones that are setting pricing. Right. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, like, because this, I there are a lot of people who are excited about this. But if you price it at like four hundred dollars, right, then you it becomes less the, compelling. Yeah. You know, well, you you at four hundred dollars, you're priced out of the uh, lapsed Nintendo fan wants to get back into it, and uh, you know, given the numbers on who's purchased the Wii U, most Nintendo fans are lapsed Nintendo fans. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and even like the the 3DS sells well, uh, but you know, even even that, um, that's like a different sort of market. Like you, they they need to win people back, and. Yeah, at four hundred dollars, I I don't think that's no, that's a reason. I mean, because you're also at that point cons- competing against the PlayStation Pro, 
Yeah. You know, like the, um, and the Scorpio, whatever. Right. Like whatever Xbox, the, and yes, I do think the switch has a built in markability factor that, um, that you could put it up against the pro because it's like, yes, it is less powerful, but you can play all your games on the go. Right. And I think that's if, especially if they can get support, like I don't expect rockstar to put their games on it. I don't expect, but well, let's, I, we'll, well, right. That's more yeah. Let's here. talk about let's talk about support later because that's like a different thing. But so let's just say price. I'm think that uh, th- two ninety nine mm-hmm. is the max. I think two forty nine mm-hmm. is where it will come in. I think they would really love to get oh, it at two forty nine. Two forty nine. That sounds like wishful thinking to me. Well, the Nvidia Shield, which yep. was kind of like Nvidia is the one who's um give or providing like the chips for the, right like yeah they, and, like the skeleton of this thing is yeah NVIDIA. yeah and the Nvidia shield and even the guts so. the Nvidia shield which was kind of like uh basically like the switch mm-hmm. what the switch is was launched at one ninety nine yeah so this is I don't I would I one ninety nine and this thing is like golden. I don't think it's possible, but I think 249, I think Nintendo would love to come in at 249. I think anything over 299 and you're at, and I I think this thing will struggle. So, I think it'll come out at 349. Okay. I don't think it's a good move. Uh-huh. Um and I'll buy it either way. Right. <laughs> um but I think I think it will be priced too high when it comes out. I think we'll have to wait to see a meaningful price cut and maybe not even that long. Like uh, when the new, not the new, just the regular old 3DS came out, um, it was at too high of a price point for, they came down on it pretty quick. Maybe like, I think within six, six months, months. Cause yeah. it was, re- it was very overpriced. Right. Um, so, I mean, maybe, maybe they've learned from that, but I sort of expect that we'll see that again. So two things make like, there are two like competing things here. One is that Nintendo has said that they're not going to sell it at a loss. Right. Right. So immediately you're like, like, how cheap can you possibly make this thing? Right. But uh, not selling hardware at a loss is sort of, is I think becoming more industry standard now. Mm-hmm. Like the, the PlayStation VR uh, opening day, that's what they call that. Yeah. Right? Opening absolutely. Day. Yeah. <laughs> when they, when they threw out the games. first virtual pitch. <laughs> Um, they they were selling uh, that hardware, and I believe the well. Pro is mm-hmm. going to be That's selling right. it. Prof- but all I'm saying is that by being like, yeah, we're not going to sell this at a loss, you're limiting, you know, like how low you can go on price because right. the components, you know, you can only uh, do so much. That being said, there's a uh, rumor from that. It's going to be rumor. We can we can do rumor. We can now because the switches because right. switch, yeah. it's a different kind of rumor. It's a different kind of rumor. It's no longer the, an NX rumor. It's is, a switch rumor. Is that it'll be priced more aggressively than people anticipate? Oh, interesting. To me, that says. Um, and the other thing to remember is that the uh, supposedly and probably knowing how Nintendo works, yeah. the silicon that's in this thing is probably not the most bleeding edge. Yeah. And NVIDIA has been out of the console game for a while, and I think they would love to get back into it. Yeah, so, I get you. I get so you. maybe they're willing to give Nintendo a sweetheart deal. Again, I will be, 
I think I think you could be right. I but I will be very surprised if it's over three hundred dollars. Yeah, I mean, I think so. While I said that I think it could be as much as three forty nine, I think my guess, like in my heart of hearts, what my actual yeah, you you guess with your heart. Uh I'm guessing with my heart at two ninety nine. Yeah. Um, but man, if if they could bring this thing in at two hundred bucks, that'd be crazy. It would be. It would be. It would be nuts. Yeah. I, I, oh man, that's like real wishful thinking. I think two, like I, I feel, I feel like 249 is what, I mean the, the, in uh, my head, that's what Nintendo like is working towards is 249. Keep in mind the, uh, um, new 3DS XL bundle that came out that I teased in the, the opening mm-hmm. that comes with Super Mario World is $200. Right. So that's. You know, like that. That's that's where they are with a a portable right now. Um, so like the new ones, it's got, there's no. I'm gonna go out on a limb right now and say there's no way it's gonna be two hundred dollars. Yeah, I think you're right. I'd say two forty nine is the the floor, and three forty nine is the ceiling. Yeah, because yeah, if it comes in at four hundred bucks, I mean that's 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 a tall ask. I mean, I really think anything over three hundred and your, and I think that's really tough. Mark, that's a tough we can keep doing a tug of war on numbers. <laughs> You're right. We need to move on. Um, so let's, let's talk about just all the other um, little uh, hardware things that we know about it. Um, oh, well, real fast. Because yes. it's the same sort of thing, but also tied, tied to hardware, but tied to price as well. As okay. Yeah. We, well, because there is like the, the guts of the, like the brains of it are in the tablet. Yes. And the dock is mostly just a charging device mm-hmm. um and it like holds it and it provides like tv out you know like right. it plugs, yep. um plugs into your tv there are rumors that rumors. yeah there are rumors that when you because the uh tablet itself is said to only be 720p mm-hmm. there are rumors that when you uh dock it it like increases the clock speed on the um, processors to, so you to output at do- 1080p that the dock has some processing power of, on its own i don't think it has processing power on its own i think it might have like cooling or something to allow for oh, I see, I see. you know i think it basically like i, I don't think it has like, oh i guess maybe extra that, processing power it wouldn't need to be running on it on the battery power right necessarily right so i i don't think it has more um processing power in the dock mm-hmm. i think it merely potentially like tells the and the switch to I almost said NX the switch to run at um like up, higher clock up speeds. to 4K right that that was one of the that was one of the rumors oh was that one of the rumors yeah, yeah that, I don't believe I don't okay. I, I I don't think the chipset is like I I think 1080p and which Nintendo is so sl- is slow like the the Wii the Wii did not really was support that high HD. definition right? yeah you know and so the Nintendo and especially 4K at this point 4K penetration in the around the world right. is like it's, it's super soft at this point so right. like it's there's really no point for nintendo to t- target that you know so do you remember this there was a um a maybe it was a, a patent or a rumor flying around months ago that um nintendo was looking into um technology that allowed uh a a piece of equipment to access the like computing power of nearby machines don't remember this like to add to processing power i'm gonna look into this and we'll talk about it maybe next time okay or never (laughs) when i discover i have remembered something and i was wrong (laughs) 
Um, so, uh, so oh, so what I'm saying yeah. is, I wonder if the dock could potentially be sold, sold separately. Separately, yeah. And this is especially, I, I, and I don't know if they're gonna do this, but I. Oh man, I. But I think like yeah. for the different regions, this makes a lot of sense because in the U.S., handheld gaming's like. The 3DS, like handheld consoles, yeah. are not big sellers, mm-hmm. so it makes sense for them to be like, "Oh no, 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 the the Switch is a home console." So in the U.S., or, you know, in like the West, right. it'll come with a dock, right? And um, uh, it is a home console you can take on the go. Versus in Japan, where handheld games are big and console games are really struggling this generation, right? They can be like, they can sell it without the dock and just be like, "Oh, it's a." handheld console that if you buy the dock separately then you can can, like do it on the tv um also interesting that like for households um because i could see uh i could see both scenarios being true where like i just want the one tablet and then multiple docks so right for different multiple tvs yeah for multiple tvs flip side of that sarah and i only have one tv we could have one dock but two switches um that would also so that she could have hers and I could have mine, you mm-hmm. know. Um, they're both compelling to me, so that that'd be interesting to see if, um, to see how how these things are uh, packaged and and they may decide oh we're just gonna like put like the dock is so integral to the whole thing that we're gonna put the dock everywhere. Sure. But I could see a world, and also it helps like mitigate costs where they're like Japan we're just gonna sell yeah, 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 yeah. the unit by itself. In the West, we'll put everything together. Yeah, and I guess Nintendo is also pretty insistent on, like, they've never sold and probably will never sell a version of the uh, Wii U without the gamepad, um, even you though... You can't. I mean, you could you could play it, though. You don't need to... You can play so many games without the gamepad mm-hmm. um, if you just have a pro controller. Um, and I know people have... I know that there was a little bit of uh, people saying, let us buy that without the thing because it's obviously driving up the cost of the, the, of the whole machine. Um, but I think Nintendo, you know, it, may, maybe it's being stubborn and maybe they're like, you know, no, this is the experience. This is what makes it interesting. So, like, you have to have the things that make it interesting. This is all, all more speculation. And we're, we're, we're going slow on this, Mark. <laughs> Let, let's, let's power through. Okay. Um, so uh, other, other little um, uh, hardware notes. Um, it's got a cool little kickstand. Uh, mm-hmm. So you can prop it upright um, without leaning it against a beanbag chair yep. or whatever. Um, you, you, people have beanbag chairs, right? Like a, like a, like a beanbag sure. chair? <laughs> Love sacks like, are things, right? Yeah. Are they still? Yeah, sure. Okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, as, as, uh, as predicted, as rumored, this thing uses, uh, cartridges. Mm-hmm. Like, I think technically they're game carts. Game carts. And I will tell you the, dis- the difference. Please. A cartridge, <laughs> like, there's no really, like, reading, mm-hmm. right? It, it, it's not like a disc where it has to, like, search and find the information mm-hmm. on the cartridge. It just, like, streams it and loads it. Uh, um, so there's no loading with a cartridge. With a game cart, uh, there is still, loading. Got it. Yeah. So it's, it still has to like access the information yes, instead of just but like flowing. It does, it does make our it. name, the name of this podcast, relevant again. Yes, yes, and that would that's been the goal. <laughs> <laughs> We've been lobbying Nintendo for three weeks. I mean, our, both of our uncles work at Nintendo, so we have right. Of course, of course. Yeah. Um, God, man, if you if you had an uncle that worked at Nintendo, you you'd know so much stuff about like 
how to say characters' names right. Oh, man. <laughs> We'd be saying characters' names right left and right. Yeah, it'd be all I'd, I would do. <laughs> um, and then uh, there is a headphone jack on this thing because mm-hmm. it's, not an, it's not a new iPhone. Did you see the little shade that they threw at Nintendo on in like the press materials? No. Oh, okay. Uh, it says... So um, they like break down the specs of what's been revealed yeah. of the Switch so far. And when they show the headphone jack, it's like a uh, 3.5 millimeter headphone jack and in parentheses it says save the courage for link courage <laughs> so dumb <laughs> uh uh but great so you'll be able to listen to this thing with your headphones mm-hmm. because that's an, headphones. yep yeah that's that, a reasonable expectation that's what everyone does uh mark let's move on to software great great um no official software announcements no None. And again, I think it's one of those things where they they are being very deliberate yes. with their marketing, mm-hmm. and they're they don't want to talk about it right now. They do, right like the they're they've said they're not going to talk about any more NX, any more Switch stuff, right, right? Right. Until the new year, right? And it makes total sense because they have the holidays coming up. You know, they want to push Pokemon. Uh, they right. put this video out again. It's made it super clear what the main selling point of this is. Right, we're we're no longer saying we just don't know what it is. Yeah, we know what it is now. Yes, they've talked about a lot of uh, support, like mm-hmm. partners that uh, that they've and we will that run down with. that list. Uh huh. Yes, and uh, it's but as far as specifics specifics did i say pacifics i think you said pacifics right as but, far as pacifics go right. like pacific uh, theater the yep. ocean yes. you know <laughs> pacific theater that was your first <laughs> Ew, there's, there's many types of pacifics yeah sure okay um the as far as specifics go they're not going to talk about it anymore and it makes total sense to me right so the the uh video starts with uh a game that we knew was coming to um the nx whatever yes. it was um so they start off with a software no surprises breath of the wild breath of legend the wild. of zelda breath of the wild right Gint looks great looks great we see it running on a tv the guy's dog barks he says forget it this is now a mobile uh is a portable is a handheld game mm-hmm. pulls it out of the dock and he's playing the exact same game in, in the, the park. exact same moment in the park ignoring his dog right well i mean the dog's fine <laughs> Oh no no! I'm not I'm not I'm not casting aspersions <laughs> on this dog owner as his, you know like <laughs> I'm not judging his dog sure, ownership sure. of this fake right actor. right right he I, although I do think he's staying Real actor up, fake he, role that's, he's staying up too late playing video games because yeah, the, I was the trying, sun was it comes the sun up. coming up <laughs> yes yeah yeah it's I mean look we're all excited for Breath of the Wild but like calm down <laughs> the game will be there later that dog should be in bed that that dog should be in bed um. Okay, uh, the, the next piece of uh, hardware, software that we see is the aforementioned Skyrim. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the remastered. Who knows? We think. Uh, who knows? It, yeah. it could be the, uh, like the original release. Because mm-hmm. uh, who knows how powerful this console yeah. actually is. Uh, Bethesda's not saying anything. And nobody's saying anything. Everybody's, anyone who's partnered with Nintendo yes. has said, we're really excited. We have stuff to announce. Um, but not right now. But not right now. And I'm mm-hmm. assuming, you know, like in January, there's going to be a huge Nintendo Direct that blows all this out. Right. And then we all 
have simultaneous heart attacks yeah. uh, and are just filled with love. <laughs> our eyes become giant hearts uh-huh. that like, beat out of our heads. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, but uh, no question it's Skyrim, though. What version of Skyrim? Not sure at this point. It will not surprise me if it's the remaster. Right. Which is, is the remaster out right now or is it coming it comes out, out in a few weeks? Okay, it comes out in a few weeks. Um, on other current yeah. generation um, consoles, which that's exciting to me that it's not a port from, you know, when it comes out, if, if it, if this is the Skyrim remastered version, that it's not coming out years later, like a lot of the Wii ports right. were, or Wii U ports rather, um, but it's coming out just a couple months later. I mean, it, and especially if you can take it with you, like yeah, that well makes it in my mind like the superior version of that game. Well, okay, two, two, I always two things, two things. Okay, first thing, <laughs> it's first thing is that the the Switch was originally Nintendo's plan was to release it this holiday. Yes. So if it was released this holiday, that means that the Skyrim whatever yeah, version would have been like a would be coming title. out like yeah. a lot would be coming out basically around the same time as the other versions. Right. So that's what makes me think that it's the HD remaster. Oh, that's That awesome. was just pushed back a few months. Could be wrong. That's, you know, like... Right, we're speculating That's here. We're speculating. The second thing is um, here, like, the list of companies that, are, that have pledged support for mm-hmm. the uh, Switch is... And we will get to them again. Is, is vast. You know, yes. like, it includes, like, From Software, EA, mm-hmm. can, like... Capcom, you know, like a lot of game places we'd expect, mm-hmm. some's we some we wouldn't like from like from yeah. like that's a big surprise. Um, and Bethesda is a big surprise. Agree. Uh, uh, Unreal Engine Four is officially going to be supported. It'll be interesting if like Frostbite is officially like engine wise yeah, 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 is yeah. officially supported. Mm-hmm. Here's my uh, so that's like very exciting. Here's what will be interesting to see is that when the Wii U launched, it also had from support from EA. That support came in the form of like a Mass Effect remaster or like a right. Mass Effect for the Wii U that was the Mass Effect like trilogy that was like yeah. way after the fact. Yeah. Um, Warner Brothers had uh, Arkham City, which right. again was armored edition. Yeah, which was yeah. way after the fact. Yeah. So my worry is that yes, at upfront, we're going to have this like Bethesda is going to support it with this Skyrim remaster. Yeah. Uh, you know, we'll see other ports onto it you know like nba 2k 17 which by that point will be halfway through its life cycle you know until yeah NBA 2K18. i mean and so my worry is that after these remasters if they don't sell gangbusters like we'll see bethesda fall off just we'll see yeah. ea fall off just like we did with the wii u the thing is like there's no compelling reason to get to to like wait to get um arkham city on wii u right there's no there's no right there's no compelling reason to like you get you have this like tablet controller and it doesn't look as good um it doesn't have all the content it doesn't have all the content coming way late yeah yeah there's no there's no reason to do it whereas with this the reason and it's one that's universal that you can apply to everything is that you can take the game with you yes and that's why i think like if the support yeah is there for this that is such a huge selling point. Let's keep going Great. through this software. <laughs> um, next, next game up we see is Mario Kart 8. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't ever see this one on the TV. We only ever see it on the tablet itself. Right. Um, two dudes playing it with uh, Joy-Cons like, tilted to the side, like their little NES controllers. Mm-hmm. Um, they're playing it in the car, uh, which seems like dad's going to get mad. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, So it looks like Mario Kart 8. 
but there are some differences, mm-hmm. uh, including, um, well, first of all, the, the track that they're racing on is one of the DLC tracks. Uh-huh. It's Yoshi Circuit, um, uh, originally on Double Dash, uh-huh. um, but is part of the DLC for Mario Kart 8. Um, also, like Double Dash, there are two item boxes uh-huh. in each window, so it looks like there's some kind of other functionality where sw- switching between items, what have you. Um, and uh, one of the racers is King Boo, who is not present in the Mario Kart 8 uh, lineup. And it kind of looks like Dry Bones is on the map. It kind of looks and like Dry I'm, Bones is on the map. Maybe that's wishful thinking because I love Dry Bones and I'm who really bummed that he wasn't love in 8. Dry Bones. So, but fingers crossed. Yeah. So, you know, is, is this uh, Mario Kart 8 Plus? Is this uh, Mario Kart 9? You know, what is this? And it's, it's I mean, none, none of the, it, there's no promise that like this is a game that we are going to see on the system. Well, I, th- I actually, I disagree. I think like, oh, because okay. I think everything else that's shown is things we're going to see on the system. Mm-hmm. So I think it's safe to assume that these are, because um, uh, this is, I don't know how you want to say it, like the rumor basically, sure. but I believe it's true is that uh, what we're seeing, same with what we're seeing with Splatoon. And not shown in this video, but has been rumored to be coming for a long time. And I would guess it's also going to be a launch window title is a Super Smash Brothers. Yeah. And w- what I think they are is just um, basically like Game of the Year editions. Sure. You know, so I think there are Wii- the Wii U titles, including um, maybe some bonus features, all the, all DLC, the original DLC. Yeah. Um, you know, because like Splatoon, they show like different hairstyles, different, you know, more customization and, and than you can a, do a, a new Wii map U and a too. new map. Mm-hmm. So I, I, but I think they're basically just going to be the Wii U titles. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't, I, I don't have a problem with this. I, I think that's great, actually, because a lot of those games are uh, like have such big online communities and such big online components, especially those. Uh, what we just mentioned three cart smash and splatoon mm-hmm. um yeah like all have thriving online communities and to just kind of like shut those down and orphan them on a system that no one's playing anymore like is a problem and keeping them uh perpetuating them into the future i think is is the right move and i also think it's smart because let's be honest a lot of the people that like we you mentioned earlier like the a lot of people that the switch is courting or basically the people nintendo needs which is people who didn't buy a wii u which is yes. the majority of the population did not play these games yeah and to have them to be able like in the launch window to say you're getting a zelda game an, a mario game which we haven't talked about yet but like a mario game you're well, getting, we will get there yeah you're getting mar you're getting a mario kart game you're getting a smash brothers game you're getting splatoon which is nintendo's biggest ip new ip in years yeah and um you're getting these all at launch or in the launch window right that's like a that's compelling. That's compelling. Yeah. Um the one thing I wonder about having these remasters is does it mean cuz Nintendo usually just makes one Smash a generation, yeah. one Mario Kart generation. Was Smash for the generation was that it for yeah. the the like I mean, would, like would this this remaster Mario Kart mean be like Nintendo being like, "Okay, we have a Mario Kart game or will we later in the Switch get like a new new Mario Kart game?" I would guess that another Mario Kart game would come down the pipe. I don't know if that's necessarily true for Smash. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. I don't think we'll I see mean, another S- Smash. Sakurai said that he doesn't want to work on another Smash. I mean, I think it'll kill him. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, it, it's amazing 4 didn't kill him. Yeah. Also, man, I am so looking forward to s- 
if they do end up porting four to this thing, um, to see what stages are in it because it, they they have the two versions of the game, the 3DS and Wii U versions, have totally different a totally different set of stages. I think you tweeted this, but I yeah, it would be amazing if it has all of that. Yeah. And if they bring back ice climbers, I don't even like ice climbers, but right, people but would, like, like put them in there. Yeah. Also, man, if you can, if you can put Solid Snake back in that thing, <laughs> let's get Solid Snake. <laughs> man, that's silly. Um, okay, so that that's not even a piece of software that we were <laughs> right uh, going to talk about because it's not featured in the video um, at all. Next thing we do see um, is NBA 2K something or other. Yeah, presumably uh, to NBA 2K17. Sure. Again, a big deal. 2K games didn't really support the Wii mm-hmm. U to have any sports game, honestly, at this point on the um Yeah. On the Switch is pretty compelling. Yeah. And that was also that's also where we see um the sort of uh, the two networked um, Yeah, like the four people playing yeah. on two different yeah. switches. Um which you know, it, it seems uh, like I don't know when I'm in that scenario, but hey, that look, that looks like fun for Mario Kart. That you know, yeah. that'd be really cool. I'm uh, assuming m- both mm-hmm. people have to buy ver- copies of the game. Like there probably won't be like a download thing for something so big. Yeah, that that would be tough. I think. Um, but again, we'll see. Like one of the things that the Wii U does so well is that it communicates between. Um, there is no lag between, at least no perceptible lag, mm-hmm. between um, the, the what's on the tablet, the, the Wii U tablet, and um, like what, what you're inputting, mm-hmm. which means I'm giving it, I'm, uh, I'm inputting information which shoots over to the Wii U, and then the Wii U bounces the video signal back through the air to, to the gamepad. And it's one of like this like, secret technological wonders of the Wii U that it works as quickly and as smoothly as it does. Because if you try to do uh, remote play on a PlayStation 4, PlayStation 3 through the Vita, um, it's sluggish and mm-hmm. like it's, it's hard to play anything with any kind of precision. But like, you know, you can play Splatoon, which is an action, it's a Twitch game, um, and you can do it wirelessly like this. Um, so I think if, uh, I think Nintendo might be there with the, with the technology. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they surprised us. Right. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> um, next, Mario. Oh, man. Mario, Mario, Mario. New 3D Mario game. Yeah. Uh, Mark impressions of 3D Mario game? It reminds me. So the camera, like, it looks like they're, for this installment, moving away from the 3D world. Like, yes. side, it doesn't mm-hmm. look like it's multiplayer. It looks uh, more like mario 64 right super mario 64 it even has like the little red hearts yeah that super mario 64 has um i will say okay so the the uh uh like mexico town yeah that you're in at the beginning is super cute i will say mm-hmm. maybe not like the best showcase only because like the ground texture is all like one color yeah it doesn't yeah, really it's not, show. yeah it's it's cute, but it's not that uh, visually compelling. Yeah, but or at least the little part of it that we've yeah. seen. But I'm right. I assume we're experts on the entire <laughs> game now, having seen you know two and a half <laughs> seconds of gameplay. But I'm never not excited for a new Mario. Yeah. and the I'm very excited to see Mario. Like, like Nintendo's Wii U games are good looking games. Yeah. So like for my like I'm not, um the biggest i don't have like a really critical eye for graphics you know sure. like or like graphical fidelity yeah like yeah. for graphic you know like i um 
And so for me, a lot of Nintendo's Wii U titles look great. Like, they look good enough. Yeah. And I'm very excited to see what they do on the Switch. Um, but, like, the animations on Mario, like, running. Yeah. And there's, like, a moment where it looks like he's maybe about to, like, fly or, like, take off because his hands are, like, making, like, wings or something. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. just very, like, it's, that was the mo- one of the most fun parts of uh, Smash 4 for me was seeing all the detail in the animation. Yeah. And I'm feeling that watching the Mario on Switch where it's just like, oh, like seeing the detail that they're able to put into the worlds now is really, really fun. Yeah. And there's, I don't think I'm ever going to be not excited about uh, seeing Mario do like that triple jump. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. It, it starts with him it's doing back. the hop, hop, yahoo. Yeah, it's back. Yeah. Um, man, I love that. Uh, I'm, I'll be, I'm going to eat up every, every piece of information we get about this game. So forward. my guess is Zelda at launch and, uh, whatever the Super Mario title is in holiday. I think that'll be their like main holiday anchor next year. Delayed to 2018. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, and then the, the last piece of software we see here is, uh, we've talked about this, but Splatoon, mm-hmm. um, like we said, uh, a new map and new character designs. Maybe it's new, like customizability. Maybe mm-hmm. it's randomly generated. Who knows? Um, and, uh, you know, they, it's, it's a very theatrical presentation where it's two teams of four that are like training and then like going into some big arena to battle each other. Um, apparently Splatoon is really big for esports in Japan. Yes. Yes, it is. Um, so, I mean, that, that tracks that they would, um, play up that angle. And I do think that is a, a compelling angle for it, mm-hmm. uh, for that game. Um, and, uh, I mean, just showing four people in one room. Um, like working on strategy uh, is so it's uh, it's a step beyond what Splatoon actually was because Splatoon like all Nintendo games does not support any voice chat or even like team making really um, so like you're always going in you and three strangers you know <laughs> so uh, j- just that uh, it, it has this like this workaround or like a a very like deliberate way of team making well, and also built it's, into it. Also, it's really cool because it shows that I I think that we see two switches for NBA Two K Seventeen. Yeah, but all four people on a team have yeah. their uh, switches out and they're playing on their own switch, but they're still presumably connected, playing like the same game. Right, and they're also uh, this is the the first maybe only time we see it of a switch that's not in the dock that is being uh, controlled by the pro controller. Right. Um, you know that seems like oh yeah, of course that's a, a feature. But you but never know. You look nothing. <laughs> yeah, take nothing, nothing for, for granted. granted. <laughs> uh, except all the things we've speculated on. Right. <laughs> no, I'm of just course. kidding. Uh, but uh, what was I going to say? Oh, that's exciting. And the reason, like that specifically, was mm-hmm. exciting to me was I just remember back in the day trying to play like original Halo. Yeah, and having to or any game where you had to set up like LAN cables. Yeah, and you just drag TVs. But can you just the, imagine yeah. where it's just like, okay, I'm like, I'm going over to my friend's house. We're all going to play Splatoon. Just bring your Switch. Yeah, and then we're just all going to like hang out in the living room and like play it. And, and we'll all have our own. We'll screens have our own and, screen. Yeah. And we'll all have you know, like it, like that's the kind of stuff mm-hmm. where people. Um, it's easy to just look at the Switch and boil it down to like, oh, it's a hybrid. It's both a handheld and a console. Right, and that's true. And and I think to be dismissive of that is 
um not fair because it really is cool yeah and and really really is revolutionary yeah um like I, i'm again I, I i can't emphasize i can't overemphasize uh how neat it is to have couch co-op on the go mm-hmm. that's nuts to me yeah we play mario kart in the back seat of the car yeah <laughs> man that's great um all right mark that's all of the that's all of the software yeah that that uh that that we see no release dates no names except for breath of the wild i guess um even then like no they don't mention it by name yeah that, that's true yeah <laughs> that is true um we do get a nice rundown of all of the uh, all the studios and uh like hardware software uh, manufacturers that are supporting this thing or that are, are being touted as uh nintendo switch partners and and these are the major ones because after the reveal there's been a lot of like indie studios yeah that have tweeted saying yeah we're also like excited to be uh partnered with nintendo so these are just like the like big uh like large companies yeah yeah, yeah. um do we want to try to run down all of these just like quickly uh, I, I i can say them and then we can react just qu- sure okay yeah uh 505 games i'm not sure i know who 505 yep, all right great perfect <laughs> good starting point <laughs> yeah all right uh mark let's just quit this podcast <laughs> <laughs> and, and this, we're not casting aspersions on 505 games we're sure they're great yeah we're, i'm just not sure what probably us awesome. look look i don't i don't know if you've been tuning into all the episodes this is an exciting one i could see where someone would skip right to number three i can see that too um we're mark and i are not experts we are not we're just like really big fans we're just yeah we're just but we don't purport to know everything no if you st- someone starts talking about nintendo we both get sweaty <laughs> Because we're excited. <laughs> we do a lot of mopping our brows uh-huh. and wiping our hands on our jeans <laughs> because we're sweating and we're so excited. Um, but we don't know what 505 Games is. No, I'm so Activision sorry. is the yeah, they're, uh-huh. Uh I don't really play any Activision games. I will tell you, and again, I... This I'm is an just, expert. <laughs> no, yeah, this is just me. Like, I, I, it seems hard for me to believe it will happen but if Destiny is on this, if Destiny oh, Two is on Destiny this, Destiny Two, it will because like uh, uh, maybe like Activision immediately, I'm like, oh, Skylanders is going to be on this. Yeah, sure, right. But it, like, how exciting would it be if Destiny Two was on this? And that, like the everything that we just talked about with uh, being excited for Splatoon, obviously carries like, over. Game changer. Yeah, absolute game changer. Mark, what's this next one? I'm not sure. I can make it out. This little red logo. I don't know. Okay, great. So we're one for three here. (laughs) We'll come back to it. We'll come back to it. Um, Oh, wait, wait. Is it Arc System Works? It is. It's Arc System Works. Who that? I believe they are a Japanese RPG developer. Okay. Okay. Um, But again, I could be wrong. Well, great. But yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. And I would believe that because I think this, even if Western developers don't jump on the Switch bandwagon, I think Japanese developers Absolutely. are going to eat this up. And Absolutely. So this is going to be the system to own if you want JRPGs. Right. As evidenced by the next item on the list, Atlas. Mm-hmm. So um, are, the, are the Persona games, the mainline Persona games, are they Sony exclusive? I don't, or have I mean, they just been Sony exclusive? Yeah, I think because like, what's the other option? Is Xbox? Yeah, gonna, no. Right. Um, I wouldn't be super surprised if Persona 5 comes out on the Switch. Later? Do you th- I mean, it has to be later because the... Right, it comes it, out in February. Yeah, but I right. mean, like, much later. 
Because Atlas is not a huge company. Atlas is not a huge company, but like, what a coup that would be! Oh, if man. Nintendo could bring that thing. Persona Five that on would the be go. Boredom. Exactly. Like, Everything like yeah. That's why um, Persona Four Golden. Like that's that's why Persona is even in the state that it's in right now is because Golden was such a big hit on Vita to the extent that anything was a hit on Vita um, because it was a portable version of Persona. Um, but even failing that, even if it's not, even if they're not bringing uh, Persona and it's just more Shimagami Shimagami Tensei stuff, and like, I mean, if if they ever do a sequel to Catherine, like, <laughs> right? I mean, great. I, great. I, don't, I don't know that I could play that one on the go. It's right. No, you don't want to play that in public. I, it's I like that game, but you know the the simulated infidelity is a little right. <laughs> it's hard to be proud of playing that. Next up is uh, Bandai Namco, mm-hmm. uh, obviously um, Smash. Yeah, um, and they've been pretty good Nintendo partners for a yeah. while now. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I definitely think Smash is, Smash is coming. Oh, definitely Smash. Uh, next up is Bethesda. Uh, obviously, we've talked about Skyrim, mm-hmm. um, but. Anything else they put out? Oh man! I mean, again, like the next Elder Scrolls game, the, the next, next Fallout, Fallout game. You know, like even Fallout Four. I mean, it does. It like it suddenly because we, like we talked about with the Wii U ones, there was no compelling reason to get the old ports. Mm-hmm. With the new ones, if you're like, yeah, I want to play Fall, I want to replay Fallout Four. I want to replay Skyrim, right? Or I, I want to play these things with the DLC now, right? And yeah. it's like. Oh, and I can get a version of it that's portable. Yeah, it's a slam dunk. I mean. Yeah, uh, Capcom, uh, that Resident Evil, Mega Man, uh, probably not Dead Rising, uh, Street Fighter, uh, any of those fighting games. I'll be interested to see what Capcom is working on. Yeah, me too. For this, because I don't think this is just again pure speculation. I don't think we'll see any late ports of like uh, we obviously won't see Street Fighter. I have a hard time believing they're going to put Resident Evil 7 on it. I mean, maybe. They're putting it on VR. So, I mean, maybe. But actually, maybe, maybe that's an argument for um, it staying on uh, the other consoles. Well, and it's also their own engine, and I don't know if they are going oh, to go point. through, you know, because even though the, which we haven't talked about at all, but like even though the Switch is supposed to be, Nintendo hasn't talked about it, but competitive with the PS4 and Xbox One, not as powerful probably definitely not more powerful so and companies will have to do work to put their custom engines on it although we're skipping skipping ahead a little bit seeing konami on here one what can what games are is konami making at all does konami still make video games (laughs) but two other than all of metal gear solid 5 what's the thing called uh survivor oh right right right. yeah and then but every game they make is on the fox engine and yeah. So presumably this the switch can run the Fox engine. So there's no reason the Capcom if they're if they have the time and the manpower right. can put their engine on couldn't put their engine on there. But Capcom as you know Mark and I I think bring up Capcom every episode slash every conversation we have <laughs> <laughs> as uh something that we love and we'd like to see like put back into a place of like glory totally. in, in in video gaming and uh if that is part of this, then great. Next up, we got Codemasters. Do you know who Codemasters is? Up next, we have E. Yeah, no, I don't. Okay, great. <laughs> up, up next is EA. It's oh, a, I, I mean, like, I've heard Codemasters before. I couldn't tell you. Right. Yeah. Right. I assume that they keep Code Slaves. Sounds great. Okay. Uh, EA, it's in the game. Um, so, Mass Effect. 
Yeah, right? uh, probably. We'll, That'd be we'll cool. We'll probably see Andromeda on this mm-hmm. thing. Again, man, to be able to take those RPGs and like play grindier portions of them on the go or whatever, um, that sounds awesome. Yeah. Uh, next up from software, uh, so not going to be Bloodborne. Right. Uh, since that's a Sony exclusive. Since that's a Sony exclusive, but uh, Dark Souls. Uh, maybe. I think like they've t- they're leaving Dark Souls or right. Yes. They're leaving Dark Souls behind and they've sounds like they've wanted to do like weirder more colorful stuff so Mm. it'll be i'm maybe the new ips will are the ones that'll be coming to switch but again if you put a dark souls game on you know portable version i'll okay i'll leave that up uh and also if if this is one of those like nintendo shops out their ips to let other developers work on like i'd love to see from do anything (laughs) (laughs) totally in in the nintendo catalog um maybe we should jump around a bit okay sure just other things that we're excited about here just because we've been talking about it for a while yeah uh yeah konami like we said uh into creates um uh they were behind the uh, uh Mega Man's nine and ten um and also mighty number no. nine but let's not hold that against them <laughs> um they're also uh publishing blood rain the um the new castlevania-esque game from the original capcom uh producer uh, igarashi um, so that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, Sega's on here. Uh, of course, we're going to keep seeing uh, Sonic games from them. Um, Platinum, obviously, because uh, Bayonetta was uh, big on there. Also, they uh, developed um, Star Fox. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see a bunch more of that. Uh, Square Enix. Um, I think we're definitely seeing Dragon Quest. Yeah, we're definitely seeing Dragon Quest. Uh, builders would make so much sense on mm-hmm. this, obviously. Um, you think we're going to see Final Fantasy 15 on this thing? No, I think Final Fantasy 15 is a Frankenstein game built on technology from like the PS3. That's a great point. And I I think we'll no. I also think it's possible that Final Fantasy 15 is one of the biggest commercial failures <laughs> in video games since ET. Like <laughs> I think I think it's possible that this thing is going to crash and burn. Um but uh maybe Kingdom Hearts yeah, I could see that. Kingdom that, Hearts 3. That, that seems at, at home um, on a Nintendo console. Um, take 2. That's very exciting because Take 2 is Rockstar. That they're, they're, or they own Rockstar. Yeah. And a couple other studios. Yeah. I can't remember the... You're, yeah, because 2K is uh, underneath the umbrella of Take 2, right? I don't know. Okay. Because I, I, I think that's how it goes. It's either 2K is the large corporation or take two is yeah but i think it's 2k is underneath mm-hmm. um uh take two so like 2k 2k is where we would see like obviously two nba 2k 17 right. come from uh they also publish like bioshock and things like that yeah that's right um uh telltale telltale games uh that i guess it's not a, a surprise really um but they they've set out the um nintendo consoles on the last couple um couple of games so it'll be fun to see them coming back uh tokyo rpg factory uh gonna be i i've uh, have not played i am setsuna um which is uh, a like old school style role-playing mm-hmm. game um that came out on the playstation 4 and uh vita in japan but we didn't get it on vita here and also i don't have my vita anymore <laughs> so I, if i can play this thing on the go that'd be great um tt games that's uh the lego games uh again i think you file that under obviously um ubisoft what do we think we're gonna see there uh again besides rayman right and just dance right i think we're gonna see the 
beyond good and evil 2 sure you know uh i think we'll see one they they do it every time with red steel and zombie U. sure they, so, i think we're gonna see new. some yeah. like weird random or maybe it will be beyond good and evil 2 but i think we'll see some play for the core audience yeah you know because that seems to be ubisoft and, and like a, a like a new play for the yeah. core audience yeah um warner brothers uh you know whatever uh um rocksteady is going to be working on right um after i guess whatever they're working on now whatever uh in, in the wake of uh arkham vr um but also probably uh we'll probably see the next mortal kombat game oh yeah on, that's on a good this. point they, they also lego track. games up the wazoo right but that's also tt games oh okay right? i think look there's, a, there's so much <laughs> And we are shooting from the hip here. Yeah. Um, and then the rest of it, the the rest of these developers, the, those are all like software in engine. Um, and and there's a lot of again Japanese mm-hmm. RPG developers like Marvelous, Spike Chunsoft, like a uh, yes, like they're uh, not necessarily RPG, but Grasshopper is on here. So they're like again, like if you are into JRPGs, this is going to be the system to buy. Right, and a, a lot of that again isn't really level five is also on here. I don't know how we <laughs> blew past that no, one. Yeah, um, but that a lot of these uh, studios have been supporting the 3DS. Mm-hmm. So again, kind of just the suggestion that like this is going to take. Um, or the switch is going to take libraries that were going to be two separate libraries or have traditionally been two separate libraries and just condense them down to one. So here's here's my qu- a question for you is since they are doing this uh like Game Freak who develops the Pokemon games yes. is us- is very conservative. Yes. They uh you know like the for the 3DS when the 3DS was already released and they released Pokemon black and white too right right because on the the, ds DS. had such a huge user base um i think eventually we're going to see a pokemon game on the switch and that'll obviously be huge because it's the first time there's ever been a full pokemon game on yes but i imagine before that happens we'll see at least one other 3ds release because they have the engine built Mm -hmm. and it has a huge install base compared to yeah. the switches zero install bases of right now right no one owns the, <laughs> yeah. no one owns the switch <laughs> a failure um it'll it'll be interesting right because like um one of the things that they like to do is remake a game from the previous generation mm-hmm. um but like right now there are so many pokemon games on the 3ds right now um so i don't know i i, I wonder i i wonder what like the the market for that will be i think know? we'll see 2017 the pokemon game will be released on the 3ds i think it'll be 2018 before we see a switch pokemon game sure and do you think that'll be like uh pokemon uh galaxy or nebula or like uh the the third prong of uh sun and moon so oh, stars like the, stars i guess would or be like a remake one. like the like not the like a remake but like remake. like yellow is to oh. uh, uh to blue and red um maybe or maybe it'll just be like the what are what will it be sixth generation Fifth i don't generation know you, Pokemon? It's, we can't we can't do this we don't uh, yeah know this. yeah we don't know this <laughs> but it'll be the next generation you know like maybe it'll be sure but yeah i think and but maybe it will be a remake because they'll probably have to build a whole new engine for um switch yeah and it'll be easier to like do that work instead of also build a game from scratch yeah 
Um, and who knows, maybe, maybe they will continue to, uh, just continue to support, um, like 3ds games while doing something completely different on the switch also true well it's it's, with talking about the 3ds like nintendo has said oh the switch isn't it kind of reminds me what they did with the ds where they're like the switch isn't a replacement for the wii u and it's not a replacement for the 3ds it's its own thing right that the ds wasn't meant to replace the game boy but it replaced the game boy yeah so obviously they're not going to develop any more wii games after breath of the wild yeah uh they haven't been developing Wii U games for a while. <laughs> oh, true. <laughs> uh, uh, but the 3DS is has a large um, base, mm-hmm. can be very cheap. You know, like the 2DS is $80. Yeah, that's true. Does Nintendo stop? I mean, I, I'm sure they probably have a few uh, 3DS games that have yet to be revealed that will trickle in. Like there's the Pikmin game. Right. And stuff like that. Uh, but do you and think other big games coming out in the next couple of months like the uh i know they're they're ports but yoshi's bully world and uh uh mario maker right i mean into into 2017 sure okay i'm saying uh cuz i know like dragon quest 11 mm-hmm. is has been announced for the 3DS so but do you think that outside of those those titles have we seen the end of nintendo's like uh support for the 3ds and now they're going to let third parties do whatever they want to do they're going to release like the few last titles they have in development but they're going to focus most of their efforts on and the two pillars if you will of nintendo are going to become mobile and switch uh i think i think that is uh that's probable um but i i i so we we were just talking about this uh with um ryan who runs our uh our our podcast Mm -hmm. network um uh he he was saying like do i he wants to play the new pokemon game uh and he was like should i still get a 3ds of some kind um knowing that the nx is on the horizon and i say absolutely right oh like, totally that that's uh for now these are still distinct pillars and we like i i guess i can't i can't see into the future from like a, a business side but from like a consumer side um I know I'm going to hang on to my 3DS until like th- there absolutely are no no further signs of life. You well, know? and also you it's worth holding on to because the Switch is not going to support 3DS game like your the yeah. uh, game carts, you know, the 3DS game carts were not going to play in the NX and maybe they'll put them on an NX like apps, you know, like App Store yeah, NX like maybe, but I mean they're the they're also all dual screen experiences. Right. I mean we you and you and I didn't mention it when we were talking about the Pokemon Sun and Moon demo, but um you can enter your battle commands by touching the screen. But I mean resolution wise, the NX screen has to be so much better than the three DS screen that they could Of course do, you, like... can, you can fake it. Yeah. But I mean there's there is something about um like ha- having the two screens right. on there and not like kind of faking it. Yeah. But, so, but ba- basically, like whether they have they offer them for download or not. Right. I you know the the three D the switch is not going to be three DS and Wii U backwards compatible as far as we know. Right. And it'll never be like it'll always be emulation. That's right. It'll because it, the hardware is different. The um the chips are completely different completely different chipset you know there's mm. no way to do like a Wii to wii u sort of emulation on the switch yeah. the switch is a clean break technology wise um it'll be interesting to see obviously like i said before we we didn't see any uh any indication of like the ui or anything like that 
user interface. <laughs> um, but you know, also no kind of indication about um, a virtual console or anything like that. Yeah, I have to imagine that that's going to be baked in there, but we'll see. Yeah, I mean, no, I, I, I assume it will too. I think Nintendo has to nail the UI. I think it has to be cleaner. I would love to see it cleaner than the Wii U's. I mean, we didn't see Miis, but I'm sure they're not getting rid of Miiverse. Sure. You know, but I would love to see it cleaner than the Wii U's, and mm-hmm. I would love to see it more responsive. Because now the Wii U's okay, but when it first launched, it was... Oh, yeah, it was a garbage pile. It was so slow. Yeah. And like Nintendo, the, I think what is the reason they delayed the Switch or the reason I'm hoping they delayed the Switch to March from this holiday is one, to have more games available, and two, I'm hoping they nail that first day experience. Yes. Like, in a way that we haven't seen Nintendo nail it since... The Wii was okay. You know, like, the Wii was acceptable. But we've honestly never seen... They need to nail it in a way we've never seen Nintendo nail it in the modern era. Yeah, I I agree with that uh, wholeheartedly. yeah, that that we we need to see like like we were saying before that they have an audience to win back now. Yeah, like, uh, and I think they can. I think the audience is ready for that, but we need a a compelling reason to do it. Um, so three minutes of video that was about an hour. Yeah, well, <laughs> but I mean, final thoughts like we're both extremely excited for the switch. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I, I yeah. Go ahead. I was gonna say I think it has so much promise. Mm-hmm. Like it could be if the support is there, and or the and price is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I'm like if you want to switch this holiday or in March when it's coming out, right? Pre-order one as soon as it's available because I think maybe it even won't be available for pre-order because that would be crazy. The NES Classic um, game. True. Did you see this? GameStop said that they're not taking pre-orders for yeah. it nuts because who loves taking pre-orders more than games <laughs> i know i know they would do a pre-order on like your unborn child if they that, if that's like, right. if you would let if you give them five dollars it's like a vampire being like i don't really want blood <laughs> yeah i don't really need this blood so um that's true and the crazy thing is that the nes mini uh classic edition or mini you would assume that it's easy to manufacture so they would be able to make a ton of them and I think it's going to be, be supply constrained. Yeah, I think they're going to hit this March launch date because you're skeptical. You were a little bit skeptical. I am a little bit skeptical. I think if they were going to de- delay the switch past March, they would have said it now because, like, they're unless something catastrophic happens, I think they have to de- they have to launch in March. I think it may be it'll be severely supply constrained. So if they do open up pre-orders, if you want one in the first like three months. I would oh, man, definitely I just, pre-order one because I think these are going to be yeah. so hard. This isn't, you're not going to be able to walk into the store and buy a Switch like comfortably for a very long time. I just remember going around to, this is when I was living in Appleton, Wisconsin, when the Wii, when the Wii came out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had a flexible enough job that I could go to retail stores when they opened. And I remember making making the rounds, two different targets, two different Best Buys, a Walmart and some other kind of department store. I forget what it was. Oh, like an electronics store. Mm-hmm. Um, and doing that for like a week and a half before I found a Wii. Like, it, this is going to be that again. I think it's going to be tough. And uh, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be tough. And so I have signed up like on Amazon. You can <laughs> sign up so that way once pre-orders are available, they email you. But even that might be like, as soon as I get that email, it'll probably be sold out right you know because who knows how many consoles they're gonna get i think it's gonna be hard to get mark 
reserve yours. Uh huh. Right, but then, but then, you know, hawk it on eBay. G- give me a call. <laughs> no, hawk <laughs> it on eBay. Hawk it on eBay and for like a premium price. Oh yeah, things got malicious here. <laughs> We're gonna move on out of the news. Okay. I think. <laughs> Ooh, and just like that, it is. Uh, we we got to be at the end of this one, Mark. We no time for uh, for reader mail. Uh, listeners, reader mail, reader, listener mail, whatever we're calling it. Uh, we will get to your questions uh, next time. And where can they send them? Oh, uh, they can always send questions and comments and uh, complaints and spoilers for uh, Switch, the M Night Shyamalan movie starring James. Is it called Switch? No, it's not called Switch. It's called Split. It's called NX. It's called. <laughs> it's called Split. You can send those spoilers to. Nintendo Cartridge Society at, at gmail.com. gmail.com. Uh, so that's going to do it for uh, another episode of Nintendo Cartridge Society. Remember, you can follow us at NinCart Society uh, and check out the Facebook page, which is just Nintendo Cartridge Society. Um, if you have a second, we would love for you to rate and review us and subscribe on um, iTunes or Google Play or whatever you're listening on. Um, and while you're doing that, you can check out the other podcasts on the What's a Creative Podcast Network. We're proud to be part of that network, and uh, if you like what you heard here, there's a good chance you're going to find something else that you like there. Um, I was a guest on uh, Caitlin Hempstead's Lizard People. Um, That's a a show about conspiracy theories, and uh, it's coming out this Friday. Uh, We talk about the Grand Grimoire, a.k.a. the Pope, uh, the Pope, the uh, sworn word of Pope Honorius III, a.k.a. the Gospel of Satan. Um, It's a goofy, spooky time. Just in time for uh, Halloween. Um, if you like Mark and Mind's opinions on stuff, uh, we also uh, write on a uh, website about comic books called Retcon Punch. You can check us out on retcon-punch.com. Uh, Olivia Duncan made our logo. Our theme music is provided by Ape at Betty, and you can find more of Ape at Betty's music on apeatbetty.com or by listening right now. For my co-host Mark Mitchell, this is Patrick Ellers saying. That's not the NX, baby! It's a Switch. And thanks for listening. What's a creative podcast network?